Welcome back to the Scored Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank, and we are now on episode number nine. There's a lot of news in the sports world. Trevor Lawrence will not play against number four Nary Dame. That'll be a great game, but they will go without Trevor Lawrence. They will go DGU Igalegle as their starter. Tua Tungvaloa made his NFL debut, and he was okay. Not the greatest. The NFL's maybe thinking about a 16-team playoff. That'd be great for some teams. I doubt it will happen this season, maybe next season. We'll just have to wait and see. But NBA, we have a couple uh, segments planned for that. And stay tuned for Squared Sports with Lane Frank. It's going to be an amazing episode. A lot about the NFL, NBA, and so much more. Start off episode number nine, their headlines. In the NFL, there was a bunch of news. Tua Tungvaloa, like I said in the intro, his first start was okay, only 93 passing yards, but the defense was just phenomenal. The uh, Dolphins' defense was phenomenal against the Rams. It's not alarming at all that Tua had a bad game, but he fumbled on his first uh, pass attempt. We'll just have to wait and see how his career goes, but his first start was okay. And then 49ers. The 49ers are in big trouble. George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo are both out for many weeks. George Kittle broke a bone in his foot and will be out eight weeks. Jimmy G has another high ankle sprain. He'll be out for a little bit. He never fully recovered from that week two injury against the Jets. We'll just have to see how they recover. But they have Nick Mullins. I don't think there's anybody on that roster that can really replace George Kittle. But we'll just have to wait and see how the 49ers do. But they will be without uh, their best player in offense with George Kittle and their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Carson Wentz has issues. He had a really bad game against the Cowboys, the worst defense maybe of all time. That defense is absolutely horrible with the Cowboys. And Carson Wentz had a bad game against them. I had him on my fantasy football team. He only got me 11 points. He had four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumbles. Carson Wentz, it's a bit alarming. I mean, if you bench him, there's no going back from that. You can't, if Jalen Hurts does bad, you can't Oh, uh, say, oh, Carson Wentz, can you start again? No, I mean, uh, Carson Wentz, if that happens, then that should be bad for the Eagles. You can't start Jalen Hurts, then go back to Carson Wentz. That just won't work. So Carson Wentz he needs to figure out whatever is going on with him. But I think he had a bad game, and I think maybe his future with the Eagles might be in jeopardy. The trade deadline was this week. Desmond King went to the Titans. Titans need help on defense, and they got Desmond King. He will be the pound returner for them and their strong safety. Desmond King was a solid player for the uh, Chargers, and they traded him to the Titans for a six-round pick. I'm surprised they couldn't get more from the Titans for Desmond King, but uh, Desmond King will be headed to Tennessee. Quan Alexander will be shipped to New Orleans with the Saints. That was a bit surprising move to me. He made the Pro Bowl in 2018 uh, with the Buccaneers, but, I mean, Quan Alexander, he'll be uh, heading to New Orleans. And Dalvin Cook, what a game. Dalvin Cook had. He was just phenomenal. I had him on my fantasy football team. 46 points, four total touchdowns. You know, I remember it was third 11 when he had three rushing touchdowns. And I said, oh no, there's there's no way they're going to give it to him. He had a 50-yard receiving touchdown. Dalvin Cook is absolutely insane. Kirk Cousins didn't even play that well of a game. And they beat the Packers. And what an upset that was. Dalvin Cook was just phenomenal. Maybe the best game of his career. But that was the only upset. Bengals upset the Titans. Joe Burrow, maybe the best game of his career as of now. And I did not expect the Titans to lose in that game at all. Ryan Tannehill just didn't have that good of a game. Joe Burrow outplayed Ryan Tannehill, and the Bengals won. That was absolutely an insane upset. Now, one comeback win was the Chargers losing to the Broncos. The Broncos had an insane comeback win. Drew Locke, I mean, he's looking good now. He came back from injury. He was banged up his first few games. Obviously, he didn't play that well against the Patriots. He played um, pretty bad against the Chiefs, but that's the Chiefs in a snow game. They ran the ball a lot in that game. But, I mean... What a game Drew Locke had against the Chargers. Comeback win. Chargers offense. Justin Herbert, it's great. One of the best offenses in the NFL. Keenan Allen, he's really good. Justin Herbert, they connect. Justin Jackson, they're running back. Anybody, but 
they lost that game because of their defense. And getting rid of Desmond King, I don't think that's going to help them at all. I mean, their defense is bad. They need to build on their defense in the draft. Maybe find a pass rusher in the draft. Maybe Quiddy Pay, uh, the left end for Michigan. Aiden Hutchinson, someone like that. But, I mean, they need to find somebody. The Chargers, their defense is just not playing that well this year. They have players. They have Joey Bosa. They have Melvin Ingram. They had Desmond King. But they got rid of him. Drew Locke is looking like a Ryan Tannehill. Not like a great player, but if you need him to step up, you need him to get you a comeback win, he will get it. And Drew Locke had a great game against the Chargers. Now, at my MVP prediction, Patrick Mahomes is MVP. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's an amazing player. What I saw this week, he's 20 touchdowns, one interception on the season. That's insane. Patrick Mahomes is MVP, and if you think otherwise, then I don't know. But Patrick Mahomes had an amazing game. It's not going to be Lamar Jackson MVP this season. It's not going to be Tom Brady. I don't think so. Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP this season, getting his second MVP of his career. And Lamar Jackson did not have a good game against the Steelers. It's a bit concerning that he had a bad game against the Steelers. He's not having that good of a um, season this year than he did last season when MVP. They lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Titans last year. But Lamar Jackson, I would be a bit concerned if I were the Ravens. I mean, he needs to step it up. Maybe he's still, uh, he got banged up a little bit in practice a couple weeks ago. Maybe still lingering that injury. But Lamar Jackson didn't play that well against the Steelers, and that's why they lost. But that's about it for the NFL in our headlines. Called triple. Trevor Lawrence, like I said, he did test positive. He will not play against Notre Dame. He will be on the sidelines, but he will not play. That was Coach Dabo's when he said that's a big loss for Clemson, especially in their biggest game this season as of now against number four, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame definitely has a chance to upset them. That was the only news. College football. Obviously, Michigan lost to Michigan State. My favorite team, Michigan, lost to Michigan State. And I cannot be any more sorry. I cannot believe we lost to Michigan State. Michigan State had a terrible first game against Rutgers, having seven turnovers. I don't think Michigan even had one sack against Rocky Lombardi. The refs were a bit off in that uh, game. I mean, they're calling pass interference on just bad calls. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't think we should fire Jim Harbaugh yet. I don't think Michigan needs to fire Jim Harbaugh just yet. But, I don't know. Something has to change. Maybe fire the defensive coordinator, Don Brown, because he was stubborn. He didn't change his game plan at all. He didn't change the way the corners were uh, playing. But Michigan lost to Michigan State. But now, college basketball. We haven't really talked about uh, much about college basketball at all in any episodes, really, but number eight recruit in the 2021 class committed to Michigan, Caleb Houston. He's the highest-ranked recruit since 2000, common recruiting era with uh, rivals, uh, 247 Sports, all those sites. He's the highest-ranked recruit to commit to Michigan since 2000, and that's absolutely great if you're a Michigan fan. Obviously, the lo- they lost uh, Isaiah Todd, a five-star commit last year, which would have been their uh, highest-ranked commit. They obviously didn't get Josh Christopher, but Caleb Houston looking like what will be the first uh, five-star to play under Juwan Howard. That's about it for headlines this week. Zero lot. Now, let's move to Scored Sports Game Day. We're going to predict all the main NFL games for the week, if you're not familiar with the show, but let's get into it. First game, Packers 49ers. Short week for both teams. Packers, you know, they had a bad loss last week. Nick Mullins will probably have to start this game. He'll have to step up. But I do think the Packers win close just because it's a short week. Nick Mullins doesn't have enough. Uh, days to prepare, so I think the uh, 49ers lose this one, the Packers win. Seahawks-Bills? Seahawks lose this one in Buffalo. I like Buffalo winning this one. I like the Bills over the Seahawks, and Seahawks get their second loss of the season. Bears-Titans? Another upset I'm doing. The Bears beat the Titans, and the Titans go on a three-game skid. Raiders-Chargers? The Raiders? Bigger than expected. Okay, Justin Herbert, he'll play well. Justin Herbert will play well, but the defense will be horrible, and Derek Carr will throw four passing touchdowns, and they will win 41-20. to Steelers-Cowboys? The Steelers, big. The Cowboys are one of the worst teams in the NFL. I'll say 100 to nothing, Steelers. Not actually, but probably 35-7, to seven, Steelers. Dolphins-Cardinals? The Cardinals. 
it's kind of a matchup of mobile quarterbacks, you know, college quarterbacks. Obviously, they, uh, they're competitors in college. Obviously, Kyler and Tua, they played um, in the conf- semifinal college football playoff semifinal game. They were contending for the Heisman that year. But I do think the Cardinals come away in this one. I like Kyler Murray. I like the Cardinals a lot. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL, top five team in, in the NFL by far. And I think the Cardinals win this one big in Tua struggles. Ravens-Colts, close. But the Ravens. I was thinking of maybe saying the Colts will win this one. You know, the Colts, um, um, the Ravens will go on another two-game skid. I don't think that happened. I think the Ravens bounce back and they beat the Colts. The Saints, Bucks, Bucks in prime time on Sunday Night Football. Brady won't be the story, but the Bucks win 31-20. And A.B. won't be the story either. I think one of the running backs will be the story. Maybe Larry Fournette, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones didn't have a good game on Monday Night Football. The Bucks did struggle a little bit on Monday Night Football against the Giants, but I don't expect that to happen here on Sunday Night Football. I do think the Bucks win 31-20. Texans Jaguars, yeah, Jake Luton is a Jaguars quarterback. Who's he? Uh-oh. No, that's not good for the Jaguars at all. Gardner Minshew will not play. They'll have to start uh, rookie from Oregon State, Jake Luton. I don't think they'll do well at all. Texans, big, 41-25. Patriots, Jets, watch out, Patriots. You're not playing well as of late. And the Jets, I mean, don't underestimate them. I like Sam Darnold a lot. You know, they, they weren't really competitive with the Chiefs, but it wasn't a blowout, like I said. I said it would be like... I don't know, 50 nothing or something like crazy like that. But watch out, Patriots. Jets could win this one, but I don't think that will happen. But the Patriots do win 31-28. to That's about it for Squared Sports Game Day. Leave your picks in the comment section. Weren't that many big games this week, but I picked the main ones, and hopefully I get them right. Last week I didn't do that well. I think I was 6-5, and 7-5, something like that. But this week we're going to get that perfect record, and those are my picks of the week. Now, top five. Today's top five is top five NFL quarterbacks right now. It's how they're playing. Not over their career. Obviously, if it was over their career, like Brady would be at one. But it's how they're playing right now. But let's get into it. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is not in the top three, not, not two, not one. Maybe last season he would be. Lamar Jackson is not playing well at all this season. And he's at number five. Number four, Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is outplaying Lamar Jackson this season. No doubt about that at all. Ben Roethlisberger will be comeback player of the year. No doubt about missed basically all of last season. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, what a season he's having, and he's the fourth best quarterback in the NFL right now. Number three, Russell Wilson. You know, he's having a really good season. He could win Offensive Player of the Year, MVP, something like that. I already said Mahomes is my MVP prediction. But Russ could definitely have a chance at Offensive Player of the Year. But, I mean, I think Mahomes is just, um, I mean, I think he's MVP because he only has one interception, 20 touchdowns. Russ has thrown a couple of interceptions over the season. But he has, uh, he has a lot of touchdowns, obviously. But I do think he's number three quarterback in the NFL right now. Number two, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is looking like an elite quarterback right now. That game he had against the Raiders. He played okay against the Giants, but I do think Tom Brady is the second-best quarterback in the NFL right now. And obviously, you guys know who the number one quarterback in the NFL is right now. Love me, I love me some Patrick Mahomes. Maybe the best player in the NFL right now. Could be the greatest player of all time someday. You never know. He could win MVP this season. Number one, best quarterback in the NFL right now is Patrick Mahomes. No debate about it at all. And that, that's an easy one for me. Patrick Mahomes is easily the best quarterback in the NFL. 20 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, that's good. Only one loss in the season to the Raiders, a good Raiders team, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. And no doubt about it, I'll leave your top five quarterbacks in the NFL in the comment section. But I think that's my top five, and I think Patrick Mahomes is at number one. I think Lamar Jackson is all the way down number five. That's where did you know now. Today's did you know is, did you know that the average lifespan of an MLB baseball is five to seven pitches? That's astonishing to me. I mean, 
uh, wonder how my baseballs they go through a whole game but average lifespan of MLB baseball is five to seven pitches that's absolutely insane probably because they hit the ball so hard I mean they hit the ball so hard and the baseball just I don't know it's always in the great shape but five to seven pitches is the average lifespan of an MLB baseball and that's absolutely mind-boggling to me absolutely mind-blowing did you know that leave down the comment section but that's about for did you know today did you know that the average lifespan of MLB baseball is five to seven pitches Now, I've emphasized a lot how I love Andy Reid and how I love Patrick Mahomes, but this duo might not always be together. Now, Andy Reid is 62 years old right now. That's a good age for a coach, but Patrick Mahomes' contract, I think he'll stay in um, Kansas City for around 15 years. He won't always have Andy Reid. Think about it. Bill Belichick, he's an old coach now, everyone thinks, but when he started with Tom Brady in 2000, Bill Belichick is only 48 years old. So Andy Reid, that's 14 years older than Bill Belichick started. Uh, I mean, so Andy Reid, uh, Patrick Mahomes won't always have Andy Reid for his whole career. And that could maybe lure Patrick Mahomes away from Kansas City later in his career. Maybe after his whole contract's done, he'll pull Tom Brady, go to wherever he wants to go. But, I mean, that's a bit of a crazy thing to think about that. He won't always have Andy Reid. Now, maybe it could be Eric Bignamé, his successor. I doubt that because he'll definitely get a coaching job this offseason, whether if it's with the Jets, with a college team, with the Texans, someone. But, I think that's a big issue if you're a Chiefs fan, maybe because you want Patrick Mahomes. He won't always have Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes, I'd be a bit concerned because maybe you won't want to um, go with a new coach or whatever, something like that. But maybe later in his career, he'll pull Tom Brady. Like I said, that's a bit concerning. Patrick Mahomes won't always have Andy Reid. But right now, for maybe the next five to seven years, he will have Andy Reid. And that's all it is. The future of the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. And I predict that he will be the greatest player of all time when it's all said and done. Patrick Mahomes is easily... The best player in the NFL right now It's between him, Aaron Donald, and someone else. But Patrick Mahomes is easily the best player in the NFL. But this duo won't always be together. Leave it in the comment section if you think Patrick Mahomes will stay in uh, Kansas City for his whole entire career. Now, 49ers fans, I know you want to give up on Jimmy Garoppolo. I know you really do. He may not be the best regular season quarterback. He may not even be the best playoff quarterback. But listen, hear me out. When Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the 49ers in 2017, they were 1-10. After he was, they won five games, that uh, they won five games for the rest of the season. He started five games. They went six and ten after they got him. They started one and ten. When they got him, they went six and ten. Jimmy Garoppolo was a big effect on that team. And say what you want to say, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo should stay in uh, San Francisco. And this is another reason: the Eritors ACL. They were terrible. They had number two overall pick because they were so bad. That's what they got Nick Bosa. Next season, Jimmy Garoppolo. Back, fully healthy. Super Bowl. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. His first season in San Francisco, got five wins. He played five games. Second season, full playing, he made the Super Bowl. This season, you know, he's not doing well because he's injured. Don't give up on 49ers fans. I mean, Bill Belichick loved Jimmy Garoppolo. He was mad when they traded him. He was mad Robert Kraft when they traded him. He wanted to go to maybe another team, I read. He inquired about the uh, Washington Redskins at the time and uh, Giants uh, coaching jobs. Bill Belichick had high praise for Jimmy G, and he said he, he would want him back. But, I mean, don't give up on him, 49ers fans. Like I said, those things, they're proven. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback, and you should stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan is a great young coach. Stick with Jimmy Garoppolo for now. Give him another full season next season and see how it is. But you should definitely stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. The stats say it. talk about the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA. We haven't talked about the NBA this episode. Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Steve Nash, you know, I love that hiring of Steve Nash. The coaching experience, but I loved it. Former player, he can relate to players, and obviously KD and Kyrie wanted him in Brooklyn. 
the Nets, they're going full on rebrand, everything new. Obviously, having Katie and Kyrie, they're making it, uh, they're going back to the original logo, new uniforms, everything's new. And they hired Mike D'Antoni on their coaching staff. It's actually kind of funny. They also hired Amari Stoudemire to be an assistant coach. Mike D'Antoni coached Amari Stoudemire. He coached Steve Nash. Now Steve Nash is basically his boss. Amari Stoudemire is his coworker. That's a bit crazy to think about, but Nets, they need one more uh, star, one more move. They need to trade for Bradley Beal or pick up DeMarcus Cousins. They need to get one of those players, preferably Bradley Beal. They need to get Bradley Beal. You know why? Because they need a valuable shooting guard. Karis LeVert, amazing shooting guard. I love him. Went to Michigan, everything. But I don't think he can drop 20 points a night. Bradley Beal can. Bradley Beal, game-changing player. Then could want to play with KD and Kyrie. I think the Nets could definitely get him. They could trade Karis LeVert, someone. They need to get Bradley Beal. They need to make a couple moves. The Nets are maybe the future of the NBA. I love the hiring of Steve Nash. I love how they have Steve Nash now. I love how they have KD and Kyrie. I think they could be a dynasty. They could win the championship next season. Nobody thought the Lakers would win the championship this season. They said, oh, new players, new uh, LeBron, AD. It'll work out. They'll make the conference championship. They won't win a title. They won the title. The Nets, they could win the title this season. I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I like this Nets team. I do a lot. And they definitely have a chance to win the title this year. And I think they have a bright future, but they need to go after Bradley Beal. And I love the hirings they're making. Mike D'Antoni, I love the hiring of Amari Stoudemire, former players becoming coaches. Mike D'Antoni, a proven coach. I think that's a great hiring as an assistant coach. And we'll have to see how it goes. But the Nets, I think they're the future of the NBA. I think they need to uh, make a big move. But leave in the comment section if you think the Nets need to make a big move. But I think the Nets have a bright future ahead of them. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the NFL again. I'm not going to say my top five NFL teams, but I'll say the teams that I think can contend. I think the Seahawks, they're contenders, but they could become pretenders in the playoffs. I'm not fully sure how they're going to do in the playoffs. I like Russell Wilson. I mean, that was probably the biggest game of the season against the Cardinals. Russell Wilson, he didn't choke, but he kind of, I mean, uh, he threw an interception to Isaiah Simmons when they could have won the game. So, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are contenders as of now, but that could change later down the line. Steelers, they're kind of contenders, but they're also kind of not. You know, Chase Claypool, he could, uh, he needs to step up. But the only thing I like about the Steelers right now is their defense. I like Big Ben a lot, but I'm just not sure about him in the playoffs. I think they go on a three-game losing skid somewhere down the line. I think their final record will be 13-3. But we'll shot the way and see. I think the Steelers, as of now, are contenders. And there's two more contenders on my list. The Chiefs. Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, all right? There's no debating that. You can't even come up with a valuable argument. Last week, I said it was the Bucks. The Bucks are at number two now. The Bucks are a really good team, but I think they're also contenders. The Chiefs, Bucks, Seahawks, and Steelers are all contenders. I think the team on the outside of that is the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are contenders. Yes, I think they can make the Super Bowl, the Cardinals. I mean, over the Titans. I think they're a better team than the Titans. I think they're a better team than, some other, than a lot of other good teams. Yeah, I mean, I've been high on the Cardinals forever. So I think the Cardinals, they're a great team. They could have definitely have a shot at the Super Bowl. Call me crazy, but they could. And I think they're definitely contenders. That's about for my contenders who can make the playoffs, who can win the Super Bowl, teams like that. But I do think that the Cardinals definitely have a chance. And I do think that the Chiefs are easily the best team in the NFL. No doubt about it. But those are the contenders in the NFL. Now, it's word around the bases. As you know, the MLB season is over. The Dodgers won the World Series. Justin Turner, you know, there might have been a big controversy there with what happened. Went out celebrating even after testing positive. The little Blake Snell thing, I think they shouldn't have taken Blake Snell out. But they, the Dodgers had the heart of their lineup coming up. Mookie Betts, Max Muncy, Corey Seager, all those guys. But 
I don't know. Uh, Kevin Couch probably shouldn't have taken Blake Snell out. Uh, we'll just have to see what they'll do with Blake Snell. Maybe they can trade Blake Snell's offseason. I doubt it. Kevin Couch is still a good, a good manager, in my opinion. But let's get into this. They announced the award finalist for the Cy Young, the AL Cy Young, for the AL MVP and the NL MVP. The NL Cy Young finalists are Trevor Bauer, Jacob DeGrom, and New Darvish. I think Bauer wins this award. I don't think DeGrom gets his third uh, Cy Young in a row. I really hope he does. I'm a Mets fan now. I really, I really, really hope he does. But I just don't think he do. He will. Trevor Bauer had an amazing season under 1.8 ERA. Just insane Trevor Bauer. What a season he had. Who won an NL Cy Young? Now, the NL MVP finalists are Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and May Machado. I did not expect those names to be at the NL MVP finalists. My prediction before the season was Nolan Arenado. He's not a name on this list, but I do think Mookie Betts will win MV- NL MVP. He'll be the second player ever to win MVP in both conferences, AL and NL. Don't forget, he won MVP with the Red Sox in 2018. He also won the World Series that year. He's won two World Series in his career. He might get his second MVP this season in two conferences, and that'd be insane, but uh, Mookie Betts is my NL MVP prediction. Now, the AL MVP finalists are Jose Ramirez, who was my preseason pick. Jose Ramirez was my preseason pick. Uh, Jose Abreu and DJ LeMahieu. You know, I picked Jose Ramirez when I was back doing Lane Frank Show, my old episodes. I haven't watched those in a while, but Jose Ramirez was my AL MVP prediction. I don't think he'll win MVP, though. I think Jose Abreu does get MVP. He will get. He will win AL MVP this season, and, you know, uh, he had a great season this year. Jose Abreu will win AL MVP. That's about for the awards and the MLB around the bases. Obviously, the Dodgers won the World Series. We'll just have to see if they win it next year. And the MLB season is wrapped up. They had some bumps in the season with the Cardinals, the Marlins, obviously COVID outbreaks. Obviously, I mean, it's kind of funny. They had no positive tests for a while. And then the last day of the season, Dodgers, they had a positive test uh, with Justin Turner. May have been false. I don't know. But that, I mean, that's just crazy. But the MLB season is over, and that's about for around the basis this week. Those are the finalists for all the awards, and I did my predictions. You leave your predictions for AL MVP, NL MVP, and NL Cy Young in the comment section. Now, I just talked about some MLB awards. Let's get into some NFL awards. We're at the midseason point. Let's do my um, NFL awards as of now. MVP, I've said this many times in this episode, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP this season. 20 touchdowns, one interception, no doubt about it. Patrick Mahomes is MVP over Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, good season, 26 touchdowns, six interceptions. You know, that's, that's those are good stats, but Patrick Mahomes is MVP this season. Offensive player of the year, Russell Wilson. You know, Patrick Mahomes, I, I said he was MVP. He doesn't have as many interceptions. He won't win offensive player of the year. He has 20 touchdowns, one interception. I mean, he doesn't have many touchdowns with Russ. I think Russ will get like 52 touchdowns, something insane like that. But the interceptions, Patrick Mahomes, because of the no interceptions, he's my MVP over Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson, it will win Offensive Player of the Year this year. Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. Over Joe Burrow, over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a really good first game of his career against the Texans. I thought he would win Rookie of the Year. A lot of people thought Herbert wouldn't even play this season. Herbert is easily Rookie of the Year. You know, maybe you could say Burrow, but Burrow's having a really good season, but Herbert's having an even better one. Justin Herbert will definitely win Rookie of the Year. Comeback Player of the Year. A lot of people were saying Cam Newton. I'm going to say Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. This is an easy one for me. Maybe Alan Smith, you could say. Cowboys player because he came back from crazy injury and is having a good season, but I think Ben Roethlisberger is easily Comeback Player of the Year. Missed all of last season with the shoulder injury and is playing phenomenal this season. Out of his mind, maybe one of the best seasons of his career. Ben Roethlisberger is easily Comeback Player of the Year. Now the last word. Coach of the year. Adam Gase. This is the easiest one. Adam Gase is easily coach of the year. I'm kidding. Mike Tomlin is coach of the year. 
obviously not I'm guess I'm guess will get fired probably tomorrow even today I'll, I don't even know I'm guess is a terrible head coach right now but Mike Tomlin is head coach of the year I mean they were eight and eight last season he rallied his guys to a undefeated eight wins already or they're already seven and0 which is absolutely astonishing to me they're undefeated they might get eight no next week which would be crazy but Mike Tomlin rallied his guys and they're easily one of the best teams in the NFL and Mike Tomlin is easily coach of the year this year no debate about it and that's about it for my midseason NFL awards leave your midseason NFL awards in the comment section. That's more to our college football showcase. Michigan lost against Michigan State. I'm just gonna say it right there. I'm not gonna talk about it ever again on this podcast. Michigan lost, and yep, Texas won. They beat Oklahoma State, number six Oklahoma State. Yeah, that was a great win. Texas is in the top 25 and number 22. Michigan's 23 after the loss to Michigan State, but Texas is 23, and they did beat Oklahoma State, number six Oklahoma State at the time. Oklahoma State's a good team this year, but Texas beat them in overtime. What a win that was. That may have saved Tom Herman's job. You never know, but Texas did win. Michigan-Indiana, this is my prediction for the game this week. Michigan versus Indiana. I think Michigan will win 41-10. to That's just my hopes. It probably could be otherwise Indiana 41-10 to after what we saw last week from Michigan's offense and defense, which we'll I have to win and see, but I do think Michigan wins this game. Florida-Georgia. You know, it was tough choosing the game of this week. Was it going to be Clemson or Dame? Was it going to be Florida-Georgia? I'm just going to pick both. Florida-Georgia. They should make the switch to JTLs, Georgia. They only won 14-3 against Kentucky last week, and that's just bad. But Florida, they haven't played in a couple weeks because of the COVID outbreak they had. I don't think they win this game. and I don't even think it's really that close. I'm going to say Georgia 28-10. to Their defense is great. Their offense is not good with Stetson Bennett. But I do think Stetson Bennett maybe could put some points up on the board. But JTLs needs to be the starter for this team. Kirby Smart, make that decision. Make that switch. You should have made it after that Alabama game, maybe maybe even mid-Alabama game. So Kirby Smart, you need to make the switch for JTLs, but if you don't, I still do think you won 28-10. Clemson, Notre Dame, the game of the week. This is going to be a good game. Trevor Lawrence won't play. DJ, you Galegale will play. He had a really good game against Boston College, but they barely even won that game against Boston College. This is Notre Dame, number four Notre Dame. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. I think Notre Dame wins this game against number uh, number one, Clemson, 38-35, Notre Dame comes on top. What a game this will be. But DJ Uigalegle, I think he'll have a good game. I think he'll come down to the wire, maybe like a fourth and goal, something like that, with like five seconds left. And DJ Uigalegle won't get it. The last time these two uh, teams faced each other, you know, that's basically what happened. Deshaun Kaiser, it was like fourth down and goal, 10 seconds left to uh, win or tie the game, and they didn't get it. I think that would be the same scenario this game. But ND will come on top. In South Bend, I think Notre Dame wins this game just because there's no Trevor Lawrence for uh, Clemson. And basically the main thing is in South Bend. If it was in Death Valley, I probably would have taken Clemson. But Notre Dame wins 38-35, to and that's the game of the week. That's my prediction for the game of the week. Leave your prediction in the comment section for Notre Dame Clemson. That's about for College Football Showcase this week. Now, best for last, question of the day. Today's question of the day is, who won the husband? Will it be Mac Jones? Will it be Trevor Lawrence? I doubt it will be him. Missed two. I think he's out of the race as of now because he's missed two games against Boston College and will miss the game against Notre Dame. But maybe Justin Fields. Justin Fields is my husband prediction. Pains me to say as a Michigan fan. Obviously, I don't like Justin Fields since he's the Ohio State quarterback. But I got to give respect where it's due. Justin Fields is an amazing quarterback. will have an amazing NFL career. He's the most accurate quarterback in all of college football right now. Only has like 16 completions on the season. That's just mind-boggling to me. I mean, Justin Fields is an amazing quarterback. I think he is the Heisman this year. 
Leave your uh, leave your Heisman prediction in the comment section. That's about it for question of the day uh, this week. Uh, the question of the day is, who do you think will win the Heisman? That's about it for Scoria Sports. Lane Frank this week. It was a great episode, episode number nine. We talked a lot about the NFL. I gave my midseason NFL awards. They were on the bases. I covered all the finals for MVP, Cy Young, all the stuff. I said the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. I said Patrick Mahomes would MVP. I did my predictions for this week in the NFL, the games this week. And I covered a lot. That was about for Square Sports. Lane Frank, follow Square Sports on Instagram at Square Sports. Follow Square Sports on Twitter at Square Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.